Hi, I'm Hera, the mom. And I'm Estella, the kid. And this is Seeking Different. There are times when everyone feels different or left out. As a non-traditional mom and kid family, we're setting out to explore all the ways that families can be different. This is Seeking Different. A few days ago, Mama took Issa and I to see the Barbie movie. So before the movie, my sister Laura warned me that it wasn't a movie based on the reviews that was particularly geared towards kids. But in the month or so leading up to the film, how the marketing managed to keep seep into my household was truly astonishing. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. I'm making plastic. You can brush your hair and dress me everywhere. And there's a nation where you can do creation. Uh, see, exactly. People all over camp were talking about it on the Monday after it was released. I felt like I was missing out. So on Tuesday, the McLeod ladies headed to the movies to see what the buzz was about. But before we get into some of the specific themes of the movies, And to our listeners who haven't seen it yet, here's your spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about the movie in depth. So if you want to be surprised, perhaps listen to the episode after you've seen it. So I want to first get your takes on it. Estella, what did you think of the movie? It was amazing. It was like, well, like, I feel like Ken at first was like really funny, but then he turned kind of mean. But then like he was really funny again. But also, I think that it was, like, real. I think that I thought that, like, they don't look like Barbies, but, like, they act so much like Barbies. And, like, it was so funny how, like, everybody was named Barbie except for the pregnant lady called Midge. <laughs> yes. And and Alan, who was um, not Ken. He was Alan. Okay, so, Issa, what did you think about the movie? It was good. What was your favorite part of the movie? The favorite part is, is all the parts. All the parts? Yeah. There were way too many good things about it. Yes, there was. Mama, what was your favorite part? Did you like it? Okay, so I really liked the movie, but while I really liked the movie, there were parts that as a parent made me a little anxious. And I think the interesting thing about the movie was that I wonder if you guys picked up on some of the things that were actually meant for adults or did it seem like a real Barbie movie or did it seem like it was tackling social issues at the same time? What do you mean the stuff that was for adults? Like, for example, was it like the other Barbie movies that you see when you watch Barbie movies on Netflix or was it like a different kind of Barbie movie? Different kind. What made it different? Um, so on net on Netflix, they don't act the same way. Like these all so like on the Barbies on net Netflix, um they act like normal people. And but they and they act normal, but on this one they didn't look like Barbies, but they act like Barbies. Okay. So Let's break down character by character. So first you have stereotypical Barbie and stereotypical Barbie is the one that's like supposed to be perfect, which I feel like we should address the fact that she has blonde hair and blue eyes. 
And that is sort of a play on like perfect Barbie or perhaps like the first Barbie before they actually started getting diversity. But part of the story is that she malfunctions and she starts having an existential crisis. Do you remember the first thing she said, Stella, when she started to malfunction? Oh, it was so funny. So she was like, hey, guys, did you ever think about dying like during the party while they were dancing? And then everybody just like immediately froze and then looked at her and like their jaws just opened and like their eyes widened and like (laughs) it was just crazy and then everything just got silent and you could literally hear a fly burp (laughs) (laughs) it was so silent it was so like surprising and then she was like let's go back to the party yes And that was really crazy for me because I was like, oh no, now, like part of the reason that Barbie world doesn't actually have anything real, like people getting hurt or dying is that it's supposed to be this fantasy land and like, it's supposed to be like the land that like, if you love Barbies, then it would be like the place where you would love to live in. Yes. So of course, as soon as Barbie starts saying like, oh, have you guys ever thought about death? It just like completely messes everyone up because they're like, wait, we're Barbies. Like Barbies don't think about things like this. You're clearly malfunctioning. Yeah. And like, there was like this Barbie called Weird Barbie. No, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. All right. We'll talk about Weird Barbie. Okay. Let's talk about Ken next. So while there's all colors of Ken, the main Ken is the one that's paired with stereotypical Barbie. and. Wait, can I say one thing? Okay, go ahead. Um, so like, isn't stereotypical typical Barbie like the first Barbie ever? So like, all so like she is the actual Barbie, and then all the other Barbies are her, but have a job. Kind of. Yeah, I guess that's one way of looking at. But it. like, they're their own person, but they're also Barbie. They're they're also like the first Barbie, but except having a job. Mm-hmm. They're like the different manifestations of Barbie over the years, basically. Yeah. Ken only has a good day when Barbie looks at him. Okay, so that's another interesting thing about the movie. This was like a pretty hilarious part where they're like, and Ken only looks at or only has a good day if Barbie looks at him. So like, so like, it's, <laughs> so like they're like, Barbie's day, Barbie's good day is every day. And then like they went over to Ken and he was like, Ken's good day is only one part of looks at him. Well, and the thing that's mm. funny about it is that this whole society, like the Barbie society, <sighs> is built around like women and their relationships. And men are just <laughs> sort of like the side character, which is which is basically how it happens when you play Barbie, right? Because Ken is not really like the center of anybody's Barbie world, which is interesting because in regular society, men are like always trying to center themselves, right? Um, yeah, but also, like, um, they literally, Ken's change everything, because it was, like, all Barbie. It was even named after Barbie Land, um, which was actually much kind of, like, like, Barbie was the first, first thing that was created, and then, like, I feel like there was, like, Ken. And then Ken they just... like, afterthought, basically. Yeah. So here's my question. Stella. And then they felt Did... bad, but they took it... But I feel like they felt bad, but then they took it too far, and they actually, like, took away Barbie's home. He, like, threw her out. 
And okay. Okay. But here's my question. Did you pick up on the fact that Ken's characters were basically second class citizens to women in the Barbie world? What do you mean? So like in the Barbie world, it was all about women, right? Women were president. Women were in the Supreme Court. Yeah. When Ken's, Ken's were just on the side. Yes. Ken were like, you know, they were just there to like look good on the beach. And so I think the thing that the movie is trying to say is as soon as Barbie and Ken go to like the real world to try to fix this rift in the universe that caused her to have existential thoughts. Ken finds out that like. In the real world, like men rule the world. Yeah. And then, and then women are just on the side to make men look, look like cool and like handsome or something. And then Barbie like figures out like all the stuff that she's been doing to Ken and then like Ken figures out that like he can rule Barbie land or something. And yeah, then like so he Ken changes like the whole starts, entire thing. Ken essentially starts feeling himself when he sees the real world. He's like, wait a second, like men, this whole, this, there's like something called like, you know, like the patriarchy and like now I can do this and nobody's- But also he took it all with horses. Yeah, I don't really, I didn't really <laughs> understand the whole horse theme. That was a little bit like out there. But I thought it was interesting. But, like, also, in the library, he, every single book he found about men, like, it was, like, horses. Yeah, I think it was, like, weird. an adult reference in there that's or maybe probably he a just, little bit too much for Or maybe kids. he was in the wrong section. Perhaps. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the fringe characters. Do you understand what I mean by fringe characters? No. So they're the people that, like, got discontinued. So there were two fringe characters. One's name was Alan and one's name was Midge. And any, like, old-school Barbie fan probably remembers Alan, and he was, like, Ken's friend. And I don't even think that they make Alan anymore. Like, have you ever seen an Alan doll? No. No. So I think they used to make it back in maybe, like, the 70s and 80s. I think I remember Alan, but the thing that's funny about Alan in the movie is that, like, Ken is a second-class citizen, and Alan's, like, even worse, because he's just Ken's friend. And like Really? Like, wait, (laughs) so they... So... Barbies are at the top. Kens are on the side, and then Alan's is like Alan's like worse because Alan's not even a Ken. And he's like, just he's just he's just this awkward friend that yeah. feels weird, which is why he wants to also escape to the real world because he's like this is not good for me here. Uh, and then there's Midge, which I thought was super funny. Yeah, because because like they were they were like they were like we named her we didn't name her Barbie because well. Pregnant Barbie is too weird. (laughs) Well, so, okay. So here's my question. Do you guys, have you ever thought that babies come from storks? Uh, no. No. So back in like the old times, people used to tell kids instead of telling them where babies really came from, that they were delivered by like birds to your doorstep. What? You just like got a new baby. And so... I think that Mattel, which is the company that makes Barbies, probably discontinued pregnant Barbie because having a pregnant Barbie means you would need to tell your kids like how the baby got in the mommy's tummy, right? So it was like too awkward and they felt like it wasn't a kid talk. You told me and that wasn't awkward at all. I know, but like that's because I keep it real with you guys. But like some parents don't tell kids until like they're way too old to know for the first time where babies actually come from. And so that's probably, this is my theory about why Midge was discontinued, but there could be a lot of ways. Like it could also be that like pregnancy is not something that 
stereotypical Barbie would want to be because it changes your body and makes you have things like cellulite, which is what stereotypical Barbie was afraid of getting. Wait, so stereotypical Barbie was afraid of like being like a real person? Yes, essentially. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I remember. Can we, can we talk about Weird Barbie? Okay, let's talk about Weird Barbie now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, can, I, can I tell them? Okay, go ahead. I Who love Weird Barbie? Barbie. So Weird Barbie was the Barbie that lived at the top of the city, but like nobody noticed her. And they called her Weird Barbie because Weird Barbie, there was a child who had her. And the child played with her too rough. And like the child cut her hair. He drew, she drew on her face, colored her hair too. And like, she even like stretched her out so she could do the splits. And then like, she started to like kick her around. And like, then like weird Barbie in the Barbie world, she would like always be doing the splits and she would be like acting like crazy. And like, she would be wearing like weird clothes. She even had like a weird Barbie house. Okay. So I feel like we have a few weird Barbies in the playroom. Do we have some weird Barbies, Issa? Uh-uh. We have so much. Except with our weird Barbies, I think grandma may disappear them when they get a little bit too weird. But here, so weird well, Barbie was one of my favorite. But characters. except um, we also have a weird Ken. We probably also have a weird Ken. <laughs> All right. So the reason I really liked the weird Barbie character is that she was real in a world entirely fake. And the fact that she was played with too hard basically released her from the need to be perfect. And I also think that like she was undervalued because people were like, oh, she's weird and she's not pretty anymore. Yet she's also the person they all went to when something went wrong. Like as soon as stereotypical Barbie started malfunctioning, they were like, you have to go see weird Barbie. But also because weird Barbie was the one who was weird. So basically, like, she was so weird that she, like, went everywhere and started to, like, figure things out, which I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, since she was weird Barbie, like, I feel like when she turned weird, she thought that, like, since I'm already weird, I might as well go do some stuff that might give me the answers. And yeah, then, like, she actually true. learned about the world. Oh, and I remember when she gave Barbie an option, and then she was like, you either stay here and make everything go back to it was, or you learn about the weird real world. And then, like, Barbie was... Barbie did not... Stereotypical Barbie did not want to be the savior. She was like, no, I'm stereotypical Barbie. And then, like, I'm she not, actually like... thought that she would make, like, things back to normal, and she was like, I choose a high heel. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, no. no. She, so I also thought it is good to note that President Barbie, they made a black doll. And Issa, did you know that the actress who played President Barbie, her name is actually Issa in real life? Oh, no. Isn't that cool? Wow, Issa. <laughs> okay. So now here's Barbie, like the Barbie that loves pink. Oh, uh, I think they all like pink, Issa. Oh. Okay. No, the president. president All right. So another question I have for you. Did you guys notice that all the leaders of the doll company were white men? What? Wasn't that weird? Yes. They were creating a company based on women where women rule the world. And and some of them were black. And then like. But like none of them were white. Like the women were not in the room when they were making the decision. Isn't that crazy? Yes, yeah. but also they made a Ken doll, so that actually kind of makes... But, like, why would they make the women first? They were men. And then they would, like, make the Ken dolls by the side, and then they would make, like, a white Allen 
On so, the very, very side. Okay, so here's my theory. I think that they made the women, they made this utopia where all the women were leadership and all like the Barbie world was perfect as a way to basically make women feel like they had some kind of control over like some land. But in real world, they still didn't let the women into their own boardroom, which was like kind of ridiculous, given the fact that the company was, I mean, the company was directed towards little girls, right? Because like, even though there are boys that play with Barbies, I mean, most of the target audience is people like you guys. Yeah, I think that... Do more do more boys play Barbies or do more girls play Barbies? Because like I feel like every single girl I know, they're like, have you ever seen uh, have you ever watched Barbie? Do you play with Barbies? And they're like, I love Barbies. And then like boys, they're like into like video games and like well, soccer. I don't know. Cause I think like I know boys who are into I dolls. only know my one. brother played dolls with me when I was little. We would always play Barbies and we would have the most interesting discussions about a little Barbie world. All right. So my next question for you all, at one point in the movie, after they realize that it's not right for them to completely cut out the men altogether, which is something that you mentioned, Stella, right? One of the Barbies suggests that maybe they should allow a man on their Supreme Court. Do you remember? Yeah. And then they were like, they all thought about it for like a hot second. And then they were like, nope, that's a little bit too far. So what I think is interesting you guys probably don't know because you aren't watching the news like mommy has. The news, I feel like the news is just a bunch of people just talking about stuff that happens, like this house burned down mm, or like yeah, it usually this is guy talking. did something, something, what, something, what, something. Okay, so essentially there's a lot of things going on with the Supreme Court right now. And after Donald Trump, there is a pretty big political imbalance in the Supreme Court. And typically or historically, the Supreme Court's not supposed to be political. It's supposed to be like the checks and balances. Do you know what the Supreme Court is? Um, when they figure out, like when they count the votes for a new president? Mm, not exactly. So the Supreme Court is like the highest court. So like they're the ones that make the decisions. So like if if there's a court case on a local level that might, that might eventually get to the Supreme court level. And then it becomes a law basically like they set precedent into new laws. And so recently they have made a lot of decisions that are very controversial, especially decisions that impact a woman's right to choose what to do with her own body or um, decisions that have um, created equity in like college admissions and things like that. And also they recently had a decision. Recently, they had the decision um, that allowed businesses to basically discriminate against someone for their sexuality, which was crazy. And so I think that part of the movie was picking fun at what happens when too many men are in charge. Like they're basically like, oh, no, we can't put them on the Supreme Court because then they're going to be making crazy decisions, which is why, like, many of the adults in the room laugh. Wait a minute. So like, so like. Women are, like, more balanced than men. So, like, men, like, go a little bit too far in the Supreme Court. And then, like, the women tried to, like, stop them. Uh, and then, like, I think the men, it was like, more that they wanted to give the men an opportunity, but they didn't want the men to, like, mm-hmm. take over and start making laws that were going to be negative towards women. So they still wanted to, like, maintain their balance of power without actually. So it was, like. At the end of the movie, they were like, yeah, we'll give you guys a little bit, but like, we're not going to go crazy and like put you on the Supreme Court, which was basically like a play on 
we're going to give you a little bit, but don't expect that you're ever going to be our equal, which is similar to how it is in the real world, except reverse. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like in the real world, like you go into companies and they're like mostly men and they're like, oh, you should be fine. Like, we're going to let you be here, but like, don't sit at the table. Right. Because that's like a little bit too far. (laughs) But then how come they're sitting at the table? I mean, yes, that's the problem. That's the whole point. Like men and women should both be able to sit at the table. Men and women should both be able to be. in power. Oh, there was this. There was like this like um, short like movie. Um, like, you know, those like movie shorts, like, mm-hmm. where, um, there was like this movie called like Pearl and there was like this yarn ball, like all the people in the company were humans. And then there was just one yarn ball. And then like, once they, she came in, the guy who was like taking her up to her office, he was like looking at her, like he was confused. And she was like, hi, I'm Pearl. I'm so glad to be here. No. So like, it's so short. And then like. And then, like, when she came, it's kind of like Barb, it's kind of like Barbie. So, like, um, and like, so, like, you know how, like, in the real world, world, men aren't that equal to women? It was like the humans weren't equal to the yarn ball. Oh, got it. So, So and then, like, and then, like, after, at the very end of the movie, she kept on, like, then, then, like, they realized how unfair she was, they were being to the yarn ball. So they started to accept more. And then like it became a mixture of humans with yarn balls in the company. Uh, It was funny. Well, that's cool. Similar concept. All right. So here's something I'm curious about. The thing that I loved about playing with Barbies when I was a kid is that you could create any type of world you wanted. And I love that Mattel has at least evolved to the degree that they're making dolls that are more diverse so that the world's little kids play with uh, and create have people in them that look all different oh yeah so here's my question to you if you were to create your own barbie world what would your barbie world be like um my barbie world would be at school all day recess Mm. more summer um hmm. lots of playgrounds more playgrounds um and like Every single block, there's a big amusement park. Awesome. Or so, and like all the uh, there's like a mixture of. Actually, I would like it to all be kids except for the amazing mommies. So I think that one thing that Barbie should consider, and also the amazing teachers. Yes, I think one thing that the Barbie worlds and the Barbie industry should consider is that there is a diversity of families. I have never seen a Barbie family sold as a mom and kid family or a two mom family or a two dad family or grandma and kids family. And I would love to see Mattel actually show that type of diversity. Uh, And I'm hoping that that is the progression of the company. Wait a minute. So like you're saying that like Mattel should like... um provide like more like um different families that were like different yeah I think that like they have started to do things like like Barbie sizes like different Barbie sizes they're starting to do that already so like not every Barbie is stick thin and like crazy uh tall tall but um, some are like short some are more stubby like some <laughs> stubby yeah short and stubby yeah some... I don't know if I've seen any short and stubby ones but I have the the one at the restaurant 
she's a little bit like shorter and stubby. My Teresa doll, she's shorter than all my other dolls. How about you, Isa? What does your Barbie world look like? Um, my Barbie world can be like out like a city and like all the Barbies and like all the Barbies have homes and and the Barbie world can have like a lot of parts and and they can have a lot of flowers around it and like so what are you doing pink clothes do Ken's get to be equal or do Ken's just have to sit on the beach? Ken's just had to sit on the beach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait a minute. So are you basically, do you basically want the Your Barbie Land to be just like the movie? Yes. Oh. <laughs> like, this not fun. messing around. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. I highly recommend going to see the movie if you haven't already. And we would love to hear your thoughts about it. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Seeking Different. If you like what you heard, share us with your family and friends. Tell us what you'd like to hear on future episodes and share your stories about belonging and family. You can connect with us on Instagram at Seeking Different. See you next time.